Good morning. Welcome to the Roto Lounge Daily Show. I'm your host, Brad Starks. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a good Father's Day weekend for all the fathers out there. Let's get started, shall we, with NFL news. Rave reviews coming out of Seattle for Shane Waldron's new Seahawks offense. Head coach Pete Carroll has, by all accounts, let first-time NFL offensive coordinator Shane Waldron install and run Seattle's remade, up-tempo, quicker-passing system this entire offseason. Now, Shane Waldron is the former tight ends coach and passing game coordinator last season for the Los Angeles Rams. And so far in camp, Waldron has emphasized getting the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands quickly to his receivers on noticeably short routes. He's also established hot reads to avoid immediate defensive pressure to the quarterback. A few quotes from some of the players. Russell Wilson said, We are going to be able to move people around. We are going to we are going to do everything we want to do, says Wilson. Now, during Cam, the Seahawks often showed more varied formations compared to their recent seasons. The new scheme showed more pre-snap shifting and motion, and the overall pace was quicker. Tyler Lockett said, I think he's very brilliant, speaking of Waldron. The things that he brings to our team is going to really help us a lot, Lockett said. Now, even with his improved passing concepts, Waldron was brought in specifically to improve Seattle's run game. Uh, that faltered down late in the season and in their their upset loss to uh, the Rams, the run game was non-existent. Uh, and head coach Pete Carroll said, we're going to be a balanced football team again. When we are at our best, we can run the football and be very explosive. Next news, former Eagles wide receiver Jordan Matthews has put on 30 pounds and is looking to play tight end for his next team. Right now, Matthews is working out at the University of Louisville with their wide receiver coach Gunter Brewer and assistant tight end coach Stu Holt. Now, I don't know if that's really relevant to us. I know that Jordan Matthews came in. I believe he's like the uh, nephew or re- related somehow to Jerry Rice. There's a lot of hype around him. Had a decent season as a rookie. Injured his knee. Was never the same. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that uh, progresses. Last week we talked about Henry Ruggs, uh, the bowler Henry Ruggs, and the receiver Henry Ruggs, John Gruden, talking about getting him involved more. Uh, another, uh, some news broke about him also just from Cam, just some positive news from from uh, quarterback Derek Carr, um, talking about you know Henry Ruggs and how he's progressed for his second season. Um, here's some quotes from, from Derek Carr. And I quote, man, he's been impressive. Carr told Vinny Bonsignore of the Las Vegas Review Journal, the way he's running routes, he's being violent in his cuts. I think something clicked in his head. Just like with everybody you play a season in the NFL, you go back and watch the tape and you're like, wow, I know what it takes now. And you either do it or you don't. And he's showing already that he said, nah, I'm going to do it. And it's been impressive. Uh, Also, Derek Carr says, even what he did last year with no OTAs was impressive. Maybe he didn't have a breakout season, a 1,000-yard season, or anything like that. But things he did for us in certain moments, it was impressive. So now he knows the offense. He knows the quarterback. He knows who's around him. All those things. 
He's working with me after practice. I'm very excited for Henry. Now he's got to go do it. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited about Henry Ruggs. I mean, I was kind of on him last year. A lot of people are giving up. A lot of people in the fantasy community just, what have you done for me lately? Um, so Henry Ruggs could be you know, a cheaper stash uh, and see how the Raiders um, use him in that offense. And John Gruden, again, remember, first-round draft pick on him. Um, I think that they're going to try to get him involved, uh, and we will see. All right, on to the college game. The Rivals five-star challenge. For those that don't know who that is, um, it brings together the nation's 100 toughest players in high school football to compete toe-to-toe for awards and national recognition. This is the ninth year for the event, which has become the premier showcase for the top high school football players in the country. Now, they do all types of drills. The participants will have the opportunity to go up against fellow best-in-class athletes and prove their power. Rivals.com will be on site to provide exclusive media coverage and help athletes get noticed by top university and coaches. So these players have not quite, uh, some have not even picked their colleges yet. So this was the high school. So this is kind of Devi before Devi. All right. So I'm just going to run through just the MVPs of the five-star challenge. Keep these names uh, in the back of your brain. So the running back, the running back MVP honors went to 2023 Georgia running back Justice Haynes. He took home the MVP for the running backs. Four-star Kristen Miller took home the D-line MVP. USC and several others are in the mix for Kristen Miller services. Uh, Quarterback MVP was uh, Iowa State quarterback commit Rocco Becht. And I think that's that was all the MVPs that are worth noting. We had offensive line and, and stuff like that, but... Those are just a few of the high school kids that are going to be entering the college level soon and perhaps coming to your fantasy team in no time. All right, now on to bourbon news. Heaven Hill Distillery announced late last week the release of Five Brothers Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, a small batch blending five ages of bourbon. Five Brothers Bourbon pays homage to the courage, dedication, and solidarity of the five Shapira brothers who started it all in 1935. Now, the Five Brothers Bourbon is comprised of Heaven Hill's traditional bourbon mash bill aged from five to nine years old to represent each founding brother. So that means barrels of five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, and nine-year-old will be combined together to make this this bourbon is going to be bottled at 90 proof to reflect the initial proofs of Heaven Hill releases in the early stages of the distillery. The new small batch is a callback to the beginning of Heaven Hill's award-winning portfolio. Um, it also goes on to say, here's the catch. The Five Brothers bourbon is available in 750 milliliters for $59.99, which is a really good price, it seems like. But it's only available at the Heaven Hill Bourbon Experience in Bardstown, Kentucky. That makes me want to get my car, drive to Bardstown, Kentucky, and wait in line for my own bottle of Five Brothers Bourbon. Probably this afternoon I'm going to call Heaven Hills and and ask them 
how hard it is going to be to get one of those bottles because I can make the trip, the two hour trip to Kentucky if I can secure myself a bottle of that. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, in bourbon is I was reading an article. Um, the website is uprocks.com and it was a $25 bourbon versus $50 bourbon whiskeys blind tasted and ranked for Father's Day. Um, and it goes on to say, you know, bourbon can be uh, inherently cheap. It can also be expensive. Uh, you know, for Father's Day, bourbon always makes a popular gift for dads. So they decided to taste expressions on the lower end of the bourbon average price points against those on the higher end. So they're blindly tasting bourbons that average 25 per bottle against the ones that average a little north of $50 per bottle. All right. So this is the lineup of the tasting. On the $25 bottles were Bullet Bourbon. Buffalo Trace, Redemption Bourbon, Jim Beam Black, and Evan Williams Single Barrel. And I've in our uh, bourbon uh, group chats on Twitter, I've heard a lot about this Evan Williams Single Barrel. I personally have not had it. Uh, the lineup of the $50 bottles are Jefferson's Very Old, Four Roses Single Barrel, Baker's Single Barrel 7, Woodford Reserve Double Oak, and Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. I am becoming a fan of the Jack Daniels Single Barrels uh, and High Proof whiskeys. So interested to see how this one plays out. There was one note. It says, the first of all, the, the ones that did this tasting are really big wild turkey fans. So they're not going to do any wild turkey because they could easily identify those. So there's no wild turkey in this. Um, so here we go. So they broke them down into 10 tastes. I'm not going to break that down for you. But what I will do is I will give you the results uh, and save you the time of um, reading this article. So number 10 was the Bullet Bourbon. Average price $25. Number 9, Buffalo Trace. Average price $25. That's a, that's a really good bargain for that price too. Number eight, Redemption Bourbon. I've never had this one. Average price, $25. Number seven, Jim Beam Black Extra Aged. This average price of $23. That comes in at number seven. Number six, Baker's Single Barrel. Average price, $52. Okay. Number five, Four Roses Single Barrel. Average price of $50. This was one of my first bourbons that i bought here in ohio i i thought it was fancy but it really isn't that good compared to a lot of the other whiskeys that i bought um but it got fifth on here so i guess they don't think it's that bad number four evan williams single barrel average price 26 dollars. i'm just going to read you this one real quick uh the bottom line i'm surprised this cracked the top five and really not surprised at all this really is a solid whiskey especially at the price point it just tastes like good, solid bourbon. Number three was the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. Average price of $55. Uh, the bottom line is this is so different from every other bottle on the list that Lincoln County process of sugar maple filtration really makes a huge difference in turning bourbon into Tennessee whiskey. This is light but dialed in. It's very fruity while still feeling like a well-aged whiskey. 
It's a damn easy sipper. Number two, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. This is one of my boy Coach Bruce, Bobby Bruce's favorite bourbon is the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. This got number two. The bottom line, this was pretty much tied for first place. It's so close. This is a refined sipper that really nails it. Flavor profile while maintain, maintaining a creamy taste. Okay. And number one, number one is Jefferson's Very Old. Um, average price, $58. Bottom line, this was so well built with a clear sense of what it was. It was also a dream to sip with a smoothness that made me move this bottle from the back of my shelf to front and center. So let me tell you my thoughts on this tasting. The first thing I did was I looked back and said, why the hell do I not have any Evan Williams single barrel with the white label for $26? That is clearly going to change next time I am at the liquor store. Uh, I'm going to pick one of those up and let you guys know how it tastes. The second takeaway from this article was, why the hell have I not had Jefferson's Very Old? Now, I have a website in Ohio, the OHLQ, where you can type in any bourbon. and It'll tell you the location in, in Ohio. And unfortunately, this bourbon was not available in Ohio. And I don't know why. Um, and if the release is just not in Ohio, if it's not made anymore, I'm not quite sure why it's not available in Ohio. So the next thing I did was I went online and said, how can I find this bourbon and how can I get it delivered to me? Uh, I found a store in New Jersey, Wine Anthology, that actually had it on sale for $49.99. And to ship it to Ohio was another $15. So like the the FOMO that I am fear of missing out uh, I went ahead and I put it on my credit card for $66 debit card I guess I'm not racking up debt for bourbon but $66 later and they checked me out and they said your bourbon will be on its way so I'm interested to see if I get a, uh, a confirmation that it's gonna ship and I will drink that and I will taste it for you and let you know how it is um, once I start getting those Bourbon Collection podcasts back up, you will be able to hear those tastes and those notes that I get. Well, this has been Brad Starks. This has been the Daily Morning Show. I appreciate you tuning in. Again, you can find me on Twitter at Roto Lounge. You can find my Patreon page at Roto Lounge. And if you're interested in Bourbon Bowl 21, hit me up on Twitter uh, and we will get you in the Bourbon Bowl 21 so that you can yourself put together a fantasy team with the likes of other whiskey heads and other fantasy football diehards to see who reigns supreme uh, as the best fantasy player to get that bourbon whiskey again this has been brad starks i appreciate you tuning in i will see you tomorrow morning cheers cheers